Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here. And we need to talk news, because it's the wrestling world in March. We have to do this, so let's do it. Over Skype, I have four of the other five members of the Swoggle Squad here with me. We will start in Chicago, Illinois, with Rich. I don't have the numbers. The data eludes me, but I'm pretty sure I have past gassed more than I have laughed the past week. <laughs> so, Which so, doesn't mean that I'm sad. It means I've been very gassy. <laughs> this is this a Shel Silverstein poem? <laughs> um, well then, also in Chicago is Spencer. My, my gastrointestinal uh, tract and my laughter track uh normal all systems go nothing weird here see now what i want is i want to watch i want to watch a sitcom where a laugh track is replaced with farts and i want to watch like eddie murphy movies where when the characters fart just laughter comes out of their ass (laughs) i think both are groundbreaking revelations yeah it could really change comedy forever uh in nashville tennessee is michael Witten. Hey, guys, my wife is home. She just told me we're going to WrestleMania next year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is she sure about that? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, she, she said we're going to bookend it with Disney trips. Uh, well, that's not what the rest of us are doing. <laughs> we're going to bookend something. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of bookending something in New York is Tope. I will have 36 titties in my mouth to celebrate <laughs> WrestleMania 36. I don't care. Well, the, you don't number WrestleMania anymore, so you'll have to like extrapolate whatever the, like the WrestleMania symbol is in your mouth. It's gonna be a titty. <laughs> <laughs> that actually be pretty great. The dot on the top of the eye is one, <laughs> and oh man, there's only one eye in WrestleMania. That sucks. <laughs> Make it work. We'll figure we're, it. Yeah, we'll put an accent mark somewhere. <laughs> it's over the E. It's perfect. Yeah, I think that's spaced that well enough. Get to work, uh, uh, Photoshoppers. So, uh, this is our last opportunity to talk wrestling news on the road to WrestleMania because, again, of uh, scheduling things, we won't be recording uh, next week. The following week will be something we're going to get to here any second. And then the week after that is going to be our March of Madness selection show, which is a reminder for everybody at home to make sure you're going uh, and filling out your March of Madness bracket. And then the week after that, guess what? We are going to be in New York for WrestleMania. So we have a lot to go over, a lot to break down, a lot to discuss uh, to figure out where we are on this crazy road. But first, I'm, I alluded to something that's going to be two weeks from now, and that is our annual Potswoggle Invitational Tournament. The PIT, as we call it, every year, of course, we do March of Madness, celebrating the best of professional wrestling from the previous year. But ultimately, guys don't make it. So just like the NIT tournament for the NCAA uh, basketball tournament, 
we do the PIT tournament where we get to nominate guys for a consolation prize tournament win and just give you some more fun, uh, crazy matchups and streaming awesomeness. Uh, this year, it's also important because the current Podswoggle champion is Pasta Malone, who is not a real thing despite Rip Camelucci's <laughs> best efforts. Yeah. So, so, and also, Pasta Malone has not worked a professional wrestling match this year. Let me clarify. If Rich got his shit together and worked a goddamn match, maybe we'd be onto something. <laughs> Power? <laughs> yeah. Who, who wants to pay for wrestling school? Oh, fuck. I de- rescind, rescind. <laughs> that, is a reminder that, that is a reminder that Tope has two powers to use between this podcast and the March of Madness Pick'em Show. I, I am in the best shape of my entire life, so. It's, it's very true. He no, will, Pasta Malone will defend that championship championship in a triple threat match against the winner of Marcho Madness and against the winner of the PIT at the end of all this. So uh, if it's your representative, he will be who is fighting for that championship. So everyone's got two uh, two dogs in the hunt plus four automatic bids will get to after everyone has their picks. I went through last year's pit and I determined the order based on uh, how everyone placed. Uh, last year's winner uh, was uh, one of the four automatic bids. So I had to go based off of uh, every other performance. So Augie gets the first pick. Augie's not here. He gave me his picks. Then I go second. Spencer goes third. Rich goes fourth. Widen goes for, uh, fifth. And Tope goes last. We will do this snaking-wise, however. So uh, Augie sent me a list uh, for his first pick. And I cannot wait to hear the anger and frustration over Augie's first pick because I would reckon it was probably on everyone's list. Augie's first pick for the 2019 Podswoggle Invitational Tournament is Nicholas. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Number one pick. Uh, I have no idea how I'm going to rate a child. (laughs) I'm going to give him bronze moves because (laughs) I have nothing else to base it off of. But he will be a child. (laughs) So that's Augie's first pick. Uh, My first pick is what Augie's second pick was. And I really want Tope to not be champion anymore. And I really want to see what happens when this guy is finally in this tournament. My pick is John Cena. Augie, you <laughs> fucked up. Fucked up. Yeah, I told him. He, he's like, eh, any one of those two. I'm like, I'm going literally based on your order, even though those are my top two. So, uh, Spencer, <laughs> your, your pit pick. Your first pit pick. Uh, I don't believe he actually ended up making it into the tournament. So I'm going to go with Minoru Suzuki. That is correct. Spencer spitting hot fire. Oh my god. Where does I think I already did. Okay, good. Nicholas doesn't have to wrestle Minoru Suzuki until late in the tournament. <laughs> that literally gave me anxiety. <laughs> it's like, no, we can't watch that happen. Uh Rich, your first of two pit picks. Um David Arquette. <laughs> he awesome. was he was on my list. <laughs> I'll just make a brand new fucking list. What <laughs> criteria every year? <laughs> Pick the athlete or actor who wrestled one match or the boogeyman. Yes. I have a giant list, and I'm glad we've already knocked three of the four off. Uh, Widen. Uh, I was thinking of names for this list, and I'm going in the route of there were wrestlers who had great years, but they suffered really, really horrific injuries, and it took yeah. them out like at least half of the year. So I'm kind of going to go that route. Boys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bite the bullet here. I'm going to make sure that this pit is the best pit ever. Best production, best matches, 
And the only way to do that is to get Joey Janela in the mix. So Joey Janela. He was also on my list. Very good pick. Probably would have made the tournament, like you said, had he not got injured because he was evolved champion at the time of his uh, injury. Uh, Tope, so you get uh, your two picks back to back here. All right. I want to check on one thing. My first pick is because I didn't I've never seen him wrestle since in almost 10 years at this point. Still haven't seen him wrestle, but he had a match this year. So give me Shawn Michaels. You asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> wow. Fucking asshole. Yeah. How did you yeah. game the system with reality? <laughs> <laughs> he does it every year. Last year, he picked Carolina Panthers running back D'Angelo Williams. And I was like, oh, if I can't find him, what's your backup? He's like, not the Undertaker. It's like, you dick. <laughs> sure, he lost in the first match, but still, what a dick. Uh, Topai, your second pick. Uh, I want to make sure this guy wrestled, so I'm selling for a little bit just to confirm that he is back wrestling. Fuck it. Did the freight train have a match this year? Yes, he did. Give me that freight train, boy. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, $5 wrestling is back. Um, now, just in case, I I found freight train in last year's game. I'm hopeful to find him again. Give me a backup just in case, and here comes the fucking hammer. <laughs> the Undertaker, no. Uh, <laughs> Kane. Yeah, Kane. I want Mayor Kane. No, I want Kane. <laughs> Kane. I'm trying to win this motherfucker. I want Kane. Cool. I will do my best to find Freight Train now. Uh, Widen, your second pit pick. My second pit pick. Also a wrestler who had a very horrific injury, but boys, he broke out this year. I may say he may be kind of one of the breakout stars of the year. And this is just a piss mullet off. Marco Stunt. I knew it. He was on my list, and I just knew you were going to take him. So I'm not even pissed anymore. I'm just disappointed in your lack of considerable friendship. Rich. <laughs> Two fucking teenagers in this pit this is amazing. <laughs> Marco Nicholas has six inches on Marco Stunt. Yeah. Um, wrestled a match this year. I'm going to go with our friend Marty DeRosa. No way, dude. I was, that was going to be my next fucking pick. Sorry, buddy. I can't believe that. Wow. Yep. On my list, uh, just in case, I would like a backup because I think I have actually seen one. But yeah. a backup just in case. Oh, a backup just in case. I will go with, um, yeah, I'll go with Mayor Kane. <laughs> Wait, no, no. no. Tope already... <laughs> yeah, someone already picked Kane. Yeah, Tope's backup yeah. pick is Kane. Uh, then The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> Lazy asshole. <laughs> no, fine, fine, fine. Triple H. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Nah, shit. You're not, you're not lined up against Widden in the first round. That would have been great. <laughs> uh, Spencer, your second pit pick. Uh, let's go with The Undertaker. <laughs> Cool, guys. Um, I was going to, but it was the funniest answer after Marty. Yeah, it was. Uh, I have a big-ass list that I'm going to feel really bad about taking. PCO, Cool Year, Bandito, Breaking Out, Jeff Jarrett, just to make Rich mad. Uh, that Bugenhagen guy, just because everyone likes him for some reason. Uh, so are you just going to like, take all of our good answers, or what here? Well, this, I mean, no, this is, the, this is just me and Augie are the last two picks, so I'm just recapping my list. Because uh, no one else is going to get to pick. Um Kona Reeves, so Rich can have a coronary. Uh, but I also want to go with a friend, a guy who doesn't get the attention because he's just starting his career back up. Our friend, our fan, 
uh, Verde the Luchador. Oh, nice. Nice. So I sent a separate message to you saying, hey, do you have yourself? He's like, of course I do. <laughs> it's already on there. <laughs> He's like, fix some of the stats, <laughs> and then I'm in. So, so Verde the Luchador is my second pick. And uh, Mr. Irrelevant is Augie's pick, Bobby Roode. Um, yep, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is fair, because Bobby Roode's been in every March of Madness like Cena, so relegating those two guys down is is appropriate. The four automatic bids, based on the four things that we uh, uh, pull from to round out the tournament. We announced one last week. The highest-ranked wrestler in the PWI 500 uh, was Jinder Mahal, so Jinder will be in the tournament. The, uh, the highest draftee from our annual draft, who is not in the pit at this point, or Marcho Madness will be in a tournament. Somebody who we all love, who should be involved, is the villain Marty Skrull. Hell so yeah. Marty will be in the tournament. Uh, whoever had the best pit or Marcho Madness last year, uh, that would be last year's pit winner, Trent Beretta, or Beretta, or Trent, or whatever. He won the fucking thing last year. So let's give Come him a Greg? From a Greg, yeah. I, look, I'm out of names. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> the fuck he's at now. And uh, whoever was champion the longest uh, in the grading period and did not make it out of tournament. We talked about him last week. He was champion for like 300 fucking days. Uh, Nick Aldis, the NWA champion. Uh, so I look forward to hopefully him getting eliminated immediately. But it's the, the rules that we have. So uh, the, the matchups. I can already I already did the math on it. The matchups for the pit are uh, Trent Beretta versus Nicholas. It's a winnable match. It's a winnable match. Uh, Marty DeRosa or The Undertaker versus no Marty DeRosa or Triple H versus The Undertaker. <laughs> so, <laughs> Gosh, so there goes that. Uh, uh, you better hope I don't find a Marty, Rich. Uh, Jinder Mahal versus John Cena. Shawn Michaels versus Marco Stunt. Oh, jeez. Marty Skrull versus David Arquette. Uh, Freight Train or Kane versus Bobby Roode. I don't like Bobby Roode's chances in either one of those. Honestly, uh, just make it Freight Kane. Freight <laughs> <laughs> Well, Toby's got his pick for next month. Uh, <laughs> Nick Aldis versus Minoru Suzuki. Oh, we're good. <laughs> we're good. And uh, Joey Janela versus Verde the Luchador. Very eclectic field this year, but I think that's that's good for what the year 2018 was. You'll be able to watch that at 8.30 Eastern live on uh, Potswoggle Switch channel March 20th, so uh, less than two weeks' time from when you are hearing this. Good work, boys. Now, let's talk wrestling, huh? Let's talk wrestling news. Uh, where do we want to start? Go ahead, Topai. Topai, I know you have some hot takes, so let's, uh, let's start. Uh, let's start with let's start with uh, let's start on kind of happy. You know, start with uh, Kofi Kingston. How about him? Yeah. Uh, so we are on the road to WrestleMania, and we're starting talking about Kofi Kingston. WrestleMania this year is going to be pretty fun and weird, guys. <laughs> um. So the last time we did news was the Rumble podcast, right? God, it's been that long. Yeah. Wow, yeah. We talked a little bit during March of Madness last week, but it was just like in passing for each guy as they kind of came up. Um, and yeah, the best thing that happened to Kofi was Mustafa Ali's injury. 
and he's taken the ball and he's ran with it. And I think it's like not confirmed, but like it's basically a slam dunk that he's going to be wrestling for the WWE title at WrestleMania now, right? Yeah, probably. Like the, that's what no, uh, all indicate, or that that's at least what the implications are. Sure, and that's incredible. That's I don't know if it's going to be a one on one. If they're going to still throw KO in there, it sucks a little bit for KO because I think KO was pretty much locked in for the Mania slot, and they just did the old flip flop. Not that he won't be completely involved, and we'll know better next week, which kind of stinks that we're doing this episode right before Fastlane when everything kind of falls into place. But, um... <laughs> Do you think they're going to have, like, KO come in and hotshot him, like, into, like, a title match to, like, sort of boost his, mm, I don't know, post-injury? Well, yeah, that's what all those kind of those vignettes he was doing were about was, you know, he was, like, always hanging out with his kid or talking about his family, eating a bunch of fucking junk food, and it was it was a pretty obvious, blatant setup that he was, like, everything that Daniel Bryan wasn't in mm-hmm. those. So, like... They wanted to have a, a big profile return against Brian at Mania, so it made the most sense. And then the Kofi thing just kind of happened. Now they're like, oh, well, shit. Like, let's just do that because everyone wants it. I, I would. I still think they'll, I think they'll end up doing a triple threat. I, I think. I could be totally wrong. But it's a little bit more high profile to do that. Um, and it gives you options that I think everyone will be happy about. It, my one hesitation from it just being as simple as it being a triple threat is that you'd just be running the same playbook that you are with the Raw Women's title and yeah. Ronda, Becky, and uh, uh, Charlotte. That's as far probably... as taking the match away and yeah. you know yeah. making it a triple threat at, at uh, Mania and stuff like that, like, I just... <sighs> Would people care, though? Because you're right. It's what they did last year, too. If you think about it, the two winners of the Rumble were Shinsuke and Asuka, and both storylines were just predicated on respect and there being just two good matchups. Like, so, they, so it's unprecedented that they've ran the same story right. for two high-profile matches before. Um, but the difference in that is that both results were, arguable, were arguably controversial and like the least interesting decision. And yeah, I think that's, that's a and I think that's a fear this year is like okay well this year maybe we'll get both our results for those two scenarios, but probably not. So which one are we not going to get? <laughs> which is a fear with I think Becky and Kofi at this point and Seth for that matter. You have three of them. I I feel like for the match it is better as a one on one. You had Kofi over Brian in the gauntlet match. You have Brian over Kofi in the chamber. So it's kind of like a rubber match between between the two for this one, and then. After that is when you can put KO kind of back in that picture, make him a bigger heel or what have you, depending on who wins with that. But I think in my mind, it should be a one on one. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I it should be. There's really interesting. It's interesting to see how they're going to get everybody involved in this show where like we just talked about before you got on air. This is the latest in the mania season. Like we are literally less than 30 days, I think, away from Mania or somewhere around there. And there's so much. We have the three confirmed matches, which still all might kind of change, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, this this Monday, they locked in Rollins and Brock. They're not going to alter that with what has happened. Um, and we we know where the women's match is ending up. Like, we know that's where that's going. Um, and then what's the third one? Uh, the uh, Cruiserweight Championship. 
Oh, yeah, which is Buddy against the winner of the tournament. Yeah. Um, and then you have other, like, you know Triple H and Batiste is happening. You know Brian versus Kofi versus KO in some manner of speaking. But besides that, there is a fucking, like, laundry list of dudes that's yeah. like, what are, and then you have all the call-ups as well. Like, you have so much to fit in that, like, they, they need to start WrestleMania now. <laughs> and and it's like maybe you can have like a raw ladder match and you throw a bunch of guys in but i almost think like lashley and finn is locked in and then it's like maybe you have the u.s title match with a bunch of guys in, but it's like are they teasing joe versus cena because i would take that over anything else they i think they are i so- think they are because now that lars sullivan has, is on a different planet um he uh Cena has no plans, and if they're not, if they have something else for McIntyre, which was the only other situation. There's no reason why our truth keeps talking about John Cena for it to not be Joe and Cena. So, which is great. We we're supposed to get it two years ago. <laughs> like, is Braun gonna be on the show? Is Drew McIntyre gonna be at WrestleMania? I think Braun honestly might just beat up Colin Jost. And I know that sounds like, like I honestly, feel I'd be like, okay with that. <laughs> like I feel like they honestly set that up on Monday for it to just be. Samantha just looked at me so puzzled. <laughs> my wife has no idea what happened on Raw this week, and she's like, "What?" Um, I think they pretty much said like they're gonna be at WrestleMania. Honestly, yeah, like they, special correspondence or something. If sure. They put Robert Johansson there, they're probably put him in the main event. Who do you say? If they can get Scholar Johansson there, they'll probably put him in the main event. He's engaged to Colin Jose. Oh, seriously. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like... <laughs> I, love, I fucking love what just happened. <laughs> I truly am unsure of anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it's a fact. I thought you were saying that Scarlett Johansson was going to wrestle Braun Strowman. I'm like, Tope, I know you're joking, but there's like a 2% chance you're not right now. <laughs> I was so, so... She could! So if they What's get... up with all these like fucking SNL dudes dating women that are out of their league? <laughs> so if they end up getting yep. married, would her name be Scarlett Jost Hansen? No. What's up with all these guys <laughs> on SNL dating women that are out of their league? <laughs> well, we all know how hot sketch comedy is. That's what I'm saying. It's like, God... Right, right, my wife. That's true. Who the fuck am I? Yeah, (laughs) she has no idea. I'm just gonna. That's my new bit. I'm just gonna keep. She has no idea what's being said. I'm just gonna like ask her if she agrees with me. This is good. That'll last like two times and still be funny. Um, (laughs) but yeah, like like to get back on the point. Yeah, there is a bunch of guys who like. It's not gonna be surprising. When Shinsuke Nakamura is in the Under the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, like I mean, Jesus. that's the thing is, <clears throat> with the way we've talked about everything, you can have a legitimately stacked yeah. Under the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, sure. and you should, like that's true. Can you imagine you like, a mini Rumble in a WrestleMania, thirty-five minutes, yeah. and just let guys just hey <laughs> do everything you want to do. Right. Actually, would be cool. And after seventeen minutes, Fandango and Tyler Breeze have finally been eliminated. It's like Jesus. <laughs> I can already feel They're two people sleeping on my shoulders. They're eliminated with like a fucking destro- like a Canadian destroyer to the outside of the top row. <laughs> Double Canadian destroyer. Yeah. A doomsday. They they signed Teddy Hart to do that doomsday Canadian destroyer. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. I, I think Rich, if you're on it, like make it like the first one where it's like, we don't know what this is, but we're gonna put a bunch of big names and like winner becomes the number one contender at the next pay per view. Like well, so or, the, or 
or they get to host SNL next season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's so, that'd be so bad. <laughs> that'd be very bad. There's like three dudes who I feel like could actually pull it off. Um, hey. So, so let's try to quickly break it down in terms of like who needs spots and like who would be where. So the pre-show is obviously going to be the cruiserweights. It'll be especially because the four that are left are Nice versus Gulak and Oni Lorkin versus Cedric. So one of those four is wrestling Buddy Murphy. I'm pretty sure I know who it is based yeah. on the story that they're telling, which is interesting. Uh, I'm just gonna say it. it's probably gonna be Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nice. In an ab off. Um, <laughs> so that'll be on the pre show. And then, like, one of the tag titles probably on the pre show? Maybe both. <laughs> well, because the thing is, I think they're they're building up to Usos versus Hardys, which should be a main mania match. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other side, you have, like, everybody. You have this revival, Black and Ricochet. Gable and Root thing going on. Yes, I know. Black Ricochet. No, you need to just. I know you mean Alistair, but like the way when you put black in and the way you enunciate it, it's just. I'm sorry. I'm black saying, Ricochet. Uh, <laughs> I'm not black Charlotte Flair. Oh, God, um, do I sound that derogatory when I say it? Because I don't mean to be. <laughs> you, just, you just hit it hard. I'm sorry. I'm going to laugh every time you say his name. I'm also enjoying it. I'm also enjoying it while I can call him that before he's just Alistair. Um, Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know you know that shit's happening. So And the, also before he's just Che. <laughs> <laughs> or Chet. <laughs> he's just Chet. Yeah. <laughs> um well, it's a silent T, you know. Yeah, but now you have and also like fucking at this point, is Asuka on the main show? Like Asuka's SmackDown Women's Champion. Like, does that like there's what match uh, first of all, couldn't tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She also had an injury scare uh, a couple nights ago, too, where Mandy Rose apparently dropped her on her head or Asuka messed up the, the landing on a move, and everyone's like, oh, God, and she's fine. But still, it's scary. Um, and you have the women's tag title, which are definitely going to be somewhere because they've yeah. been throwing it around. And then, like Toby said, you have all these guys who should be on the main card of Mania that are going to fight for spots uh, while you have Triple H and Batista, Miz and Shane, um, whatever scene is doing, like taking room up, and now Roman Reigns is back. I also uh, heard. Sorry, not to, to derail us from uh, that news. I also heard that in the middle of WrestleMania, they're just going to show the full-length feature of fighting with my family. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to make time for that. That's what at least like two hours. That's really funny. That wait, literally they could do that, and we would still have five hours of wrestling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just gonna be a, it's gonna be a live play. It's gonna be really it's gonna be really interesting. It's gonna be it's just gonna be a script reading. They're gonna set up fucking folding tables in the ring. <laughs> Nick Frost will be there. Uh, to add to what you're saying, Mother, are they also also gonna do the women's battle roll? Like, oh yeah, that thing. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> Wait, so there's an Andre the Giant and a. Andreas the Giant? Yeah, no, remember last year it was the Moolah Battle Row, and everyone's like, hey, the Moolah, Moolah's a piece of shit. So they no, just I forgot. It, they named their, this the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal, and to make sure it was right. still derogatory, they put a fucking Volvo on the top of it. That's Yeah, yeah, that's right, on the trophy. <laughs> yeah. WrestleMania is not going to get done until sunrise on Monday. Like, 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 straight up, 
in 20 years, I could see WrestleMania being like a Bonnaroo-esque mm. event where it's just it out in the middle be. of the fucking sticks. Yeah. It's three <laughs> days. Like, it's it's similar. To, there's I mean, three like, different rings. They're not far from it now as far as there being access and everything. But yeah, mm-hmm. there's three different rings, and it's just all marquee matchups, and it's all the, the fucking diehards, and they just go out to fucking... Salt Lake, my balls, Tennessee, <laughs> and, hey. and we just fucking out. And, and we just we all do fucking so Whip many it. drugs, yeah. <laughs> and watch it's wrestling. Man- it's Manchester, Tennessee. Salt Lake, my balls is thirty miles to the left. All right, Get it right. Uh, and 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 if you do that. It's it's the great equalizer because then everyone smells the same. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting is like if they did something like that, it would actually be a really cool way for them to figure out like metrics of shit. Where it's like, oh, how many people like you don't have to eyeball it, but like how many people chose to see this match over this match during Mm -hmm. this time frame? You know, so then that might be a way of them like going forward, like figuring out who to push. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Man, 5,000 people left that Baron Corbin match to go watch Jim Johnson talk about how he came up with Rico's theme. (laughs) (laughs) The podcast pavilion. It's the world's largest focus group. Yeah. Um, Well, there's been, like, people have said for a while, like, Mania should be, like, two fucking days, but then it's the wrestling business, so the politics of it is like, I don't want to be on Mania day one. Like, you know that shit would get so fucking ugly and stupid. Like, I'm sure it already probably does. Like, I'm sure... Yeah. Yeah. Like, Jericho talked about, like, you know, after all this fucking brilliant storyline, they put us to the second match? I'd rather be the fucking first. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Dean Ambrose. Uh, (laughs) The possibility of The Undertaker being there. um, Any of those people. Jesus Christ. Let me just actually just let me look at Marcho Madness real quick and look at who we haven't talked about who could potentially still be on this show. Uh, no, I actually think in some manner of speaking, we, we mentioned all of them. Mustafa Ali, the rest of the New Day, Elias well, is going to get beat up by somebody. Um, we mentioned McIntyre. Okay, so yeah, we, we, got most, we got most of them. We got most of them. Um, well, the other two big stories, Mania related. Uh, so yeah, so we, we kind of talked about it and we were going to come back to it roman reigns is a fucking uh superhero and is just fucking back and i'm interested to see where he fits in all this i think they made i think they made all of our hearts stop on monday when it was like i need to talk to seth about something it's like oh boy here we go and if you watched it it was fun to already hear the people that had the balls to kind of boo it (laughs) there was like a (laughs) smattering like you can hear, like you can hear, like I know. I think like Rollins is actually one that pitched it. He's like, he's like, I know you want to talk about, you know, getting in on this. So go ahead and say it. And the crowd kind of reacted to it, like mostly positive. There's some people who are like, Mick, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like they, like they didn't want to get punched by anybody around them. And then I think like most people assumed it was exactly what it was. It was like, man, just go, go kill him. But let's go get the boys back together. So. I think it would be shocking if he wasn't involved in one of the three guys who are in that six-man tag on Sunday, either McIntyre, Lashley, or Corbin. Uh, they've already done Lashley. Yeah, Roman versus McIntyre could be cool. I think it, it would be very cool, but I feel yeah. like that should be something later and not now because there's only one – neither one of those guys should lose that match right now, and you know mm. who's going to lose that match right now. 
and I I get it, uh, which means it's got to be Roman versus Baron Corbin, and I'm gonna go get some Drano. <laughs> <laughs> you know that actually might be a, a cool match, not through any fault of Barons. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh fuck that! Roman's uh, back. We all fucking hate Baron Corbin. Yeah. Roman's gonna destroy him. Yeah. And it's gonna it's gonna be fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, hey. like Roman's back. You know what? I- I'm giving it a chance. Yeah. May the vest man win. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're gonna do a tuxedo match, but it's a vest match. <laughs> That'd be great. First person to take his vest off, but then Corbin's got the other vest underneath. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it makes sense also because Roman should really probably ease back into this. I mean, it's smart to put him in a six-man tag where he could probably just stand on the apron for 15 minutes, get the hot tag, hit his spots, and then the crowd goes home happy. The same thing for Mania. If he just squashes Corbin in five minutes, well, then cool. It's still WrestleMania. It's still an event he wasn't expecting to be at. Mm-hmm. You know, it's also like the 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 um the Undertaker WrestleMania twenty twenty philosophy is that like Taker came back as the dead man. That was the spectacle. Was him coming out the new character? Yeah. He hit his he hit his greatest hits, and they were out of there like in seven minutes. And you didn't reveal everything that Dead Man Taker was going to do in the next year or so. It's the same the same thing. Let Roman come out, uh, beat fucking boring Carhartt's ass, and then there we go. <laughs> You know, I'm excited for. I'm excited for his music to hit, and everyone start cheering for it. Yo, it's been a is, lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> the past couple weeks. Like, instead of like him just like straight up like returning and stuff like that, and it was it was it was, a, it was an incredible feel good moment. <laughs> what if he? Fuck, you can still do it in Mania. What if he just becomes the Undertaker? <laughs> okay, <laughs> go, go on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> please. It. <laughs> just like full gimmick like cut to like here's how you retcon that shit cut to fucking wrestlemania or orlando yeah yep. like he picks up fucking undertaker's trench coat and hat right he's just been hanging on to it right and then like something happened in between fucking like him and taker just hang out and then they have like a, it's like a body switch comedy <laughs> comedy <laughs> You're freaky Fridaying Roman Reigns and the Undertaker. Well, I didn't want to have to make it that complicated. I just wanted Roman Reigns to just straight up do the Undertaker gimmick. We all asked for plot and backstory, <laughs> so it's like, all right, we're in the pitch room. Here we go. Uh, thanks for the free water. Uh, all right, it's it's. So picture this. It's 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 uh, close. Yeah, it's so on the <laughs> There there is comedy of like the behind the scenes footage of like. Uh, like Camping World Stadium at two o'clock in the morning, and then tearing down the arena, and Roman just kind of like sneaking out, like, "Yo, you guys gonna do anything with them clothes?" <laughs> like they're still just sitting there, and he just kind of grabs them. Thanks, boys. <laughs> and then two years later, he decides to wear them. Good work. Uh, Good work. Taker, Taker reigns. Sounds like uh, a nope. Not going there. Um, oh, uh, sorry. Just because I'm just going through all the matches and thinking of ones that we might have missed. Shane versus Miz. That might be a match. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be a match. It's, it's yeah, I know. I, at this point, I don't know. What's the point of that match in terms of like why are we watching it? To get Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. Yeah, you gotta have Shane in a match at Mania, uh, and it, in this match, like Shane's still gonna do the spots that he kills himself in, right? But also, like he he's gonna be with a good dance partner in Miz, and also this is like, like, mm-hmm. hey, you're getting. You're, you've gotten tapped on the shoulder to work with, you know, Shane. Yeah, definitely. And that's like that an gonna be accomplishment a boring match. in and of itself. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fucking uh, uh, 
AJ you know, match was AJ great. Shane match was good. So like, well, you know, but AJ Styles is AJ Styles, and I'm not saying Miz is a bad wrestler. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like Miz has fundamentals, and it's not. You know, it's like okay, fine. We're watching. I mean, he's doing springboards off the top rope now, man. Yeah, I guess if he's doing shit like that now, like. (laughs) Also, we get Miz's dad ringside, uh, if possibly involved in the match. Now we're talking. Yes, here we go. Here we go. I don't like Miz's dad, but Miz's dad body switch with Kane. (laughs) Stop body switching, people, Rich. (laughs) If Shane McMahon elbows drops the Miz's dad through the announce table. Yeah. I am done as a wrestling fan because it ain't going to get any better than that. <laughs> That's what I started this for. <laughs> is to watch some dopey fucking dad get elbowed, dropped through a table by another dopey fucking dad. <laughs> um, two things about that. Uh, Miz is maybe... Miz is a great fundamental safe wrestler. The one thing he's notable at being bad at is catching dudes, which is all Shane matches. <laughs> so that concerns me. Uh, and also, it's... It's interesting to see how Fastlane will handle the dynamic because everyone assumes the Miz is the one who turns, but I think everyone would prefer the Miz be the one that stays the face because that's the fresher option, and there's more options for him going forward. I'm not holding my breath, but that was what would get me interested in that is the the reverse. So he's got a kid on the way. Like he should be a good guy for now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, Triple H and Batista, we've mentioned, but we haven't talked about the genesis and the the setup and the immediate weird territory. Well, all right, so... <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, sorry, I was doing my Batista impression. Huh? <laughs> 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 He's old. Dave's like 50 years old, right? It's true. Dave can't hear good. Um... <laughs> It's, it's fun to have, like, this year to be like, guys, how are we going to build up WrestleMania? Let's just make everyone positive that all this shit ain't fucking real. <laughs> just certify. Because the two, <laughs> the two biggest setups to the two matches right now has been predicated on Batista and Triple H and Triple H coming out on Monday and talking about Richard Fleer and Dave Batista being a crybaby and yada, yada, yada. And Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch, oh, well, not Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, uh, talking about fake arm bars and fucking what shoot names idiot. and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get there. That's next. That's next. Uh, I saw a lot of mixed things about the, the Triple H Batista promo, and I was curious as if, if you saw it, what everyone's reactions were to it, because delivery wise, it was fine. Content wise, it was a, a hedge scratcher. <laughs> But, um, yeah. Did anybody see any of that? No. I feel like I need to start watching again. I mean, Because it I sounds mean, like shit's kind of popping off recently. Yeah. It's, it's the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, this is, this is the four weeks for you to watch. And then, uh, and then I have to WrestleMania. And then we'll just tell you when everyone's being misused again. <laughs> but I, the, Batiste, the, the other thing that sucks about it is that Raw ends, like, right on time now. So, like for when they did the Ric Flair birthday thing and they like, it's nine, no, it's like ten fifty-five, and they're showing like a, like a, a retrospective video. I'm like, we got four minutes left. What the fuck is happening? So like, there's not like a lot of drama anymore, but that was one case in the where like it worked because like, there's literally 90 seconds in the show and like Ric Flair's not in the ring yet. It's like, what's happening. And it's just Dave Batista killing an old dude. Um, 
which is always fun. Uh, Rich, you were going to say something, I think? No, I um, I haven't seen. Yeah. Okay, so I knew somebody. I heard somebody was prepared to talk. I think. I think that was witted. Go ahead. You guys have very similar uh, starting to sound mouth noises. What we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw both. Uh, of course, you got to get Triple H's pre WrestleMania ten minutes, one good little promo thing. Uh, I just think it's a thing of. That's the hand that was dealt, and they needed to pick it up quick, fast, and in a hurry. Mm-hmm. So it was a thing of Triple H got injured, and then all that kind of went away. So pop up a big surprise and put it back on the table, and I feel like that was the only way to do it. That was the only way to really – that was the only way to show, like, two pair and go all in with it pretty much. Yeah. So they they're making the best with what they have. Topa, any anything you add? I mean, for that one, for that few specifically, everything about it is stuff that happened ten years ago. So it's like they honestly could have showed up the week before and been like, "Hey, I want to wrestle you," and it's like, "Oh, fine, we're wrestle. Who cares?" Like they said, they set it up at the was the thousand SmackDown was it? Yes, the the uh, the, the first <clears throat> SmackDown Evolution was ever at. Yep. <laughs> I always forget about that. Um. <laughs> But yeah, there's they don't need a week to week to be honest. Like the match is already set up, the feud is already <laughs> there. They just need to get it on TV. So I actually I like what they did, and it's a match I really don't want to watch. <laughs> That's to be honest. It'll, well, get ready for it to be 35 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they always they always had fine chemistry. Their Hell in a Cell match was fantastic. Their Mania match the first time was fine. So yeah, as as Rich said, the entrances are going to be. <laughs> fucking nuts <laughs> yeah i mean i can't wait for that but at the same time i really like rush hour one and i don't need to see 20 years later with the same cast that's all i'm gonna say i don't know what that fucking means <laughs> <laughs> i think you're the only person this call who agrees i want to watch rush hour one with the same actors just doing it now now <laughs> i want to see bloated chris tucker and 74 year old jackie chan uh <laughs> Not beating up Chris Penn because he is unfortunately passed on, but somebody else. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, it should be a fine intros and then a okay match. The bit honestly depends where it's going to be on on the card. Uh, in the middle, it'll guarantee Triple H after last year is like I want to be on fourth, where everyone's <laughs> still awake. <laughs> Guaranteed, he learned his lesson from that Brock match at twenty nine. He's like, I'm not going on after fucking Punk Taker or that match again. Put me on early. Um, same thing with Sting. The Sting match was on in, in that, that same spot. So he learned his lesson. Um, and the only other main thing we have to talk about is uh, uh, the women's match. Becky and Ronda and uh, Charlotte. Oh, I don't even know how to... Man... Rich, do you have a retrospective rich in you? No, because I can't stay objective about this because I'm like, I'm just sitting over here uh, on not so hot on Rhonda Island. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, and I don't, I don't know that I'd be able to, you know, keep it uh, objective. That's fine. Uh, If, I'll just say that if any situation or any booking has ever warranted one, 
This one, besides the initial Rock Cena match, or no, that was the rematch when they just weren't on TV for three weeks. Um, this one might be the best because it has devolved into insanity. <laughs> I think I think it's a nice way to say it. Tope, was that a, a sarcastic cough or a confirming <laughs> cough? No, I mean, well, it was an actual cough, but you know, fuck it, it was a real cough as well. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's going to make it, like, when, you, when we look back on it, kind of like the Brian, like, storyline into 30, I, it's going to make an awesome package, but just being in it live and just how mm. fucking convoluted and weird it is, even going back to before the Rumble, this entire storyline is so fucking weird, and I hate Ronda so much, and I've never turned on a wrestler so quickly, <laughs> but she sucks. I hate her. I... <laughs> To hate her so much. So, and uh, at at the fucking what was the last elimination chamber? Uh, when there was that like three way part after the match, and it was reported that apparently Ronda Rousey had uh, asked Becky to actually hit her mm. for reals as hard as she could uh, with, with the, the kendo stick, with the no, with the crutch, the crutch. The crutch. That's what I was. That's yeah. what, right. Um, you know, it's, I think it's quite apropos that it was a, a crutch that she was being hit with because <laughs> my, uh, conspiracy theory corner is that Rhonda requested that because she can't fucking sell. <laughs> so, so she did a real so pain. To I, think, I think her ego won't let her fucking sell. Wow. Uh, That's interesting. Because since fucking day one, she doesn't sell for fucking rest holds because no. she has a, like the, the fucking MMA mentality where it's like the, it's timed. I need to get out of this hold. So let me squirm around when in wrestling psychology, you're wearing yourself out. Right. Um, anytime she's hit with any sort of foreign object, she like, like is she's mad at it. It, it looks like she's, a fucking baby deer on ice, like trying to stand up yeah. when she just be selling, just sell the fucking pain of it. And not like, you're, Oh, I'm you're gonna, I gotta fight. I'm going to get through. Right. Who are you? Boo. Like she turns into a 70 Sam. Rich is doing an actual cough. <laughs> um, there's a little and, Cosby in there, actually. There was. Rudy, Judy, Rudy. And, uh, and, yeah, it just, the, uh, uh, it's all just bugged me for a long time. And now it's like, oh, I'm going to fucking fruition. What I've been saying this whole time. So, she, she's not even the main thing that bugs me. I agree with everything that you have to say. Um, I think you have to keep in mind that she's been doing this up less than a fucking year. And her profile, her position is going to put her where she is. But yes, more so the the promos and the lack of wherewithal on social media to be just a normal fucking person, um, which is uh, which is. The wrestling business. That, that so ship has sailed. She, I mean, she is that, not a normal person. And never has no, been. And no, never, I and, and I'm not even like blaming her for that. It's just well, like she, apparently, she was like, raised that way. And also, as yeah. far as like certain promo delivery and stuff like that, she apparently has like some sort of uh, speech impediment, speech or impediment, like some sure. sort of condition or whatever. Um, uh, 
So have somebody that, talk for you. Her. And also, you don't have a yeah, speech sure. impediment on Twitter. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you have a hand impediment? Yeah, it's called using them. Um, but the other, it's just like how telegraphed. Like I feel it. I just feel it in my fucking bones. The not the backlash, but just the cooling. No, the cooling of uh, thank you. The cooling of Becky. Because they've been so heavy-handed with it mm. that it's impossible to not like she didn't need to win the rumble the way that she did, and now she's been selling this fucking leg. Yeah, and it's getting it's getting comical, and it's getting to the point where like like every trait about her like why would you like it? Like why would she just not go and get it looked at? Why would she just not? Shut the fuck up! Why would she not just not show up? Like, like it's, everything, it's, it's putting a hat on a hat. Yeah, like you don't. You, you, it's it's all unnecessary. Just let her, just have her fucking raise hell and keep doing the same shit. Right. That everyone wants to fucking lap up. Remember when Stone Cold had his like <laughs> fucked up elbow? Remember when they didn't draw attention to it? He yeah. just like fucking wrestled and beat people up. And yeah. when he needed to be gone, he was just yeah. gone. And when he needed to be there, he was there. Well, you've yeah. said everything. You've set the template perfectly in place for Becky to be your Stone Cold and Charlotte to be your corporate rock. Right. Uh, and Ronda to be fucking Paul White. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I hate to say this, but so far in this whole thing, the person who's been killing it for me the most has been fucking Charlotte because she knows her role and is playing her job. She's just letting... The other two just kind of stand back or, or sit there and, you know, kind of fumble over the storytelling. She gets to come out and cut good promos and look like a fucking star. And she comes out smelling like roses, even though nobody technically wants her there. But she does deserve to be there. Sure, it muddle it, it, it tainted the waters and how hot that Ronda Becky angle was coming out mm-hmm. before Survivor Series and even after the Rumble. Like the night after the Rumble when Becky announced it, like it was super fucking hot. And it was like, cool, WrestleMania is a Sunday, right? Oh shit, we have three months to go for them to <laughs> fuck this up. <laughs> that sucks. But, uh, um, but for Charlotte, it's like she's the best wrestler of the three. Don't fucking break me over the clothes for that. In the actual ring, she is the best of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is the one that has the the prestige to her that should that was always going to be there. So just let it fucking happen, and be happy when she's part of the reason why that match works. Uh, conspiracy corner number two. Awesome. Sure. Um, uh, Charlotte, if, if indeed uh, Rhonda is uh, going to be taking some. A lesser schedule, but still will be around. Right. And if indeed they are going to go with, uh, you know, uh, having Becky win that match, uh, Charlotte, I I believe, was placed in that match to exclusively eat the pin. So Ronda doesn't get pinned, and she still stays strong for whenever you bring her back. That sucks. Um, it, I, I don't disagree with that, uh, but if, like... They are going to be stubborn as far as not recognizing Becky kind of cooling off a little bit. Um, you know, and I do feel like if that is going to main event the show, that still will be the best reaction as far as like sending the crowd home happy is yes. Becky winning. But 
that I feel like is the math there. Uh, and, and you still like, she obviously deserves the spot and everything. And like, and you know, like, uh, she's a, there's truth to her being a a corporate team player. You know, is it possible that like in in the same sort of math, but like it is Ronda that gets pinned, but it's because like Becky and Charlotte at some point, like team up and like double team. You know what I mean? Like, the so that Ronda story, still works strong. Yeah. She's like, I only got beat because two of you fucked me up so bad. Like, well, I don't know. The whole the whole story, I feel like, is leading up to Ronda suffering her first defeat because they keep pointing out in every promo since she started how badly she takes losing. Like she legitimately did in UFC. Like near suicidal, right? Yeah. So the whole point, I feel like, of building up to this is leading up to her first big loss, which should come before she goes away for some time. So if you have Charlotte lose, it's I hate to go back to like the punk point from at Mania, but like he loses the Undertaker. He's like, OK, cool. Who's on Raw the next day? Like, why am I the person that's on the show the next day? And I have less value because I'm the one who lost. So it's the same thing. It's like you're going to have Charlotte on the show the next day and she lost and you're going to go forward with her. Whereas if Ronda's on the show and Ronda suffered her first loss ever, she can cut the promo and say, you know, fuck all of you, you know, and then go away and then come back like a fucking beast when she's recouped from her first initial loss. That's the story. Now, I do. I think that Rich's point has a lot of validity to it. Yes, (laughs) unfortunately. (laughs) But that would be a really, really poor idea. Um, Just like it was a poor idea for Becky to tap to Asuka at the Royal Rumble. Remember that that happened because they did nothing to follow it up. I told you it was going to happen. I put 29 points on the motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, I thought it would have been a screwy finish or like a a schoolboy pin or something like that. Not like a decisive tap out. And then the next night, Becky goes to Raw and challenges the other person. And it seems like, oh, you're just running away from the person you just fucking lost to? Because that's kind of almost what it looks like on the surface. The two things, all of you are making wonderful, wonderful points. Damn right. The two. <laughs> the two, the two, that's why we're a podcast, damn it. Yeah. The two things I want to bring up. One, I so want Becky Lynch to pull a Kevin Nash at Fastlane, come out in a wheelchair with a cast on, and then lift up the blanket, and her legs actually work. <laughs> I, I, I think I think that is a strong possibility. I thought you were going to say she comes out and is like, I'm the shit, I'm telling you. <laughs> possibly. possibly. She, did, she did tell Charlotte she was going to rip her fucking arm off. I do, um, I do think... Either at Fastlane or after Fastlane, that will be finally revealed, and then we can just get rid of that part of it because it's driving me insane. Two, the hoops that they've had Ronda jumping through these past couple weeks are insane. You have her saying that she loves being there and she loves being a fighting champion Mm -hmm. to I'm at my wit's end. I'm going to drop this title right right in your feet. Two, I saw on Square Circle subreddit, like her daily videos or whatever like that, where she's like, I don't need WWE. You know, I can leave it whenever I want to. To her then coming back, turning heel and saying, I didn't drop the title. I'll give you a week to think about it. Give me back my title. It's like you just had her jump through more hoops than Sonic the Hedgehog. It's like, Very true. <laughs> and, then they, and then she had to rhyme like Dr. Seuss. Damn the man. Exactly. Screw the woo. Uh, uh uh, damn the McMahon! Like it's it's like they they've put her up front way too much, and she's and she's not a wrestler. She doesn't under, understand the wrestler mentality, and that's not her fault. 
But if you're going to put her up there, like you're really going to expose her. And they just did way too much of it to the point where it's now, yeah, we're going to get this match, but everything that y'all gentlemen just said. Yeah, it's lost some of its shine. If if they just started, like, similar to Roman Reigns being The Undertaker, if, <laughs> if Shayna Baszler just started being Ronda Rousey, would all of us just, like, not say anything and just be cool with it and just, like, look at each other and be like, right, shush, shush, shush. Yeah, I, I could join that path. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Actually... Oh, Actually, like in like a nine ninety sitcoms when they just replace like a mom or an aunt. It's like, yeah. yes, fuck exactly. it. Oh, like on Fresh Prince, didn't they oh, do yeah. that with the mom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, they they did on like every single fucking sitcom, and I actually think that's probably where it's going because after Mania, who does Becky probably have to wrestle? That's a fresh matchup. A fucking Shayna call up, like, so you basically will get your wish. <laughs> But it'll eventually lead to just Ronda coming back, and then they'll finally do that four horse woman. I just booked the women's division for the next eight months, boys. There you go. There <laughs> it is. Shayna wrestles Becky, and then around SummerSlam time, Ronda comes back, and then Charlotte finally helps Becky, and the, they saw the tag titles, and the other two are there, and there you go. Hooray. And I still have not said Asuka. Um, how, how about Alexa rolls up Becky at the first pay per view and holds the title to SummerSlam? <laughs> Uh, you forget the fact that during that roll-up, Alexa Bliss will tear her ACL. Jesus. Oh, she Shut God. up, Alexa. <laughs> Dude, there's a button you can press yes. on that to mute it. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. Well, you're living in a prison of your own making, then. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Something like a warrior promo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a prison of my own making. Or chains around me, up. I can get out at any time. But yeah, we've talked about all these good things with Mania, and it just worries me because the last time people got what they want in a Mania, it was Brian at WrestleMania 30, and the Undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar. But what so, could happen? What what could happen here? Why did I even say that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you want us yeah. to fucking go round robin and tell you all the cataclysmic, awful things that could Absolutely. happen? Absolutely. Each one of you right now, tell me the worst thing that could potentially happen at WrestleMania. Braun, re- uh, fucking Brock Lesnar retains. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the sign falls on Shane McMahon. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, winner of Shane and Miz ends up going to the WWE Championship match and winning, and it's Shane who wins. <laughs> Oscar loses to Mandy Rose. Or just uh, Oscar loses. That can happen to Fastlane. <laughs> um, Brutus Beefcake gets inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. <laughs> Honky Tonk Man beats Finn Balor for the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. Jesus Christ. Also, that's also just still because they couldn't find Butch Reed backstage. <laughs> oh, and, and that's what Elias is going to fucking be doing, huh? Oh yeah, oh, Elias is getting his hash, his head smashed in that guitar. Because um, apparently this was supposed to happen at the Rumble, and Honky Honky couldn't make the get, uh, make the gig. So they hired Jarrett was the backup to the Honky Tonk Man. Yeah, that's called wrestling history. I swear to God, they're gonna fucking <coughs> make Billy Gunn do double duty to be Rockabilly next year, 
just to fucking have a spot with Elias. Elias is guitar cursed. Yeah. Elias needs to learn a new fucking instrument. Elias <laughs> needs to pick up a goddamn recorder. Cause ain't nobody fucking play recorder in wrestling. <laughs> fucking learn the pan flute, my man. <laughs> fucking get out. Get out from the fucking guitar curse. <laughs> uh, who was it? Who was it recently that it looked like he hit with a real guitar? And I'm like, oh god, he almost Jake Roberts somebody. Who the fuck was it? Or was it him? No, I think he got hit with the real guitar. <laughs> Yeah. But by Road yeah. Dog. Oh God. Yeah. Fucking dude. Just uh, we we need to do the lethal lottery just around Elias so he gets a new fucking gimmick. Rich Elias, what is he? Elias is a documentary filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually a good fucking idea. It's a good idea. You're welcome. <laughs> Although I think they did that like with uh like in WCW 2000. Wasn't like didn't Kidman have like a hidden camera? And he's like documenting well, backstage. I mean, I don't know, fucking GTV and shit like that. But like, what if it's like it's already there? Like, what if you just reveal him to be like, oh yeah, I'm also the director. I've been using an alias to direct uh, WWE Chronicle all this time. It's it's not pronounced alias. It's pronounced Elias. Nom de plume. Anything else on WWE and WrestleMania before we move on to other companies? Well, yeah, well, not, up, yeah, yeah, not, not WrestleMania, but also in the same WWE realm. I want to talk about NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's. A, Do you want to talk about Arn Anderson? Oh yeah, fuck, that's a big fucking story. Yeah, Spencer, how are you? That's how are you doing without a job? How are you doing without a job, buddy? I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> You get smelled on breath. It's, it's your fault. I don't know, man. The The story said that this is like the final straw for Vince because like he had been butting heads with Arn for like a while, which to me sounds like Arn has been right for a while and Vince has been yeah. mad at him. Yeah. Absolutely. And, so he the and took the advantage. I could call Bruce Pritchard right now and right. he'll be here tomorrow. Right. Hey, he Foxy. Was. Foxy, there's two for ones down the road. Go get me fired. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so, I mean, I'm not saying that he was in the right for putting her in the ring. I, I don't know the circumstances of that. I can't speak to that. But, like, come on. You're not fucking like Arn Anderson's been working for you for 20 fucking years? Oh, there's, yeah. With her, apparently, there's a lot more to the story because apparently she just disappears at times. Yeah. Like, she, she just is, like, gone. Uh, and then there was the whole thing with Travis Brown. That's his name, right? Rhonda's husband last year. Correct. Well, you know. And drag that dude. She's on the right side of history there. Well, what yeah. happened with him? True. He's a piece of shit. Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, she, like, she like almost fought the fucking dude oh, at the like, after party or whatever. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. sure. And now it's rumored that she was like possibly intoxicated for that. The problem they're going down now is that they're like they're in the hard spot. We're like, okay, we can't fire somebody who has an obvious problem, but if we offer to help that person and they don't want to. It, there's a precedent here where they've released people because they haven't, you know, taken their help and yeah. those things haven't wound out great. So hopefully that's better. But the Arn thing is strange timing because, well, it's not because they just hired like every TNA heavyweight and X division champion ever to be producers backstage. Um, and also like, it's a new time. Like, I, I, Arn yeah. Anderson, Arn Anderson's timeless, and I don't. I, if I was like, hmm, who do I want to put my match together? Arn Anderson or Sanjay Dutt? That's not an offense to Sanjay Dutt, but I'm gonna go talk to Arn Anderson. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, that, that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. <laughs> like Davari is a nice guy, <laughs> but he's not Arn <laughs> fucking Anderson. 
but it's also there's strong ties there to Cody and somebody who is more valuable than I think he ever was given credit for as like one of the greatest talkers of all time and one of the greatest uh, uh, like characters of all time. Yeah. He could be a big asset anywhere he goes. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me if that blows over in like a Finley aspect and that Finley was let go for like like allowing a heel to interrupt the national anthem at like a house show once and they didn't know that like like the fucking national guards fucking leader was there or something Ooh. and they had to let him go. But then like a year and a half later, they're like, all right, come come on back. And now he's given Becky Lynch the clearance to do anything she wants. <laughs> so yeah, I hope Arn Arn's gonna land on his feet. <laughs> yeah, I'm not worried for Arn, but I'm just kinda like, man, you're not really gonna be that salty, huh? Like you're gonna fire Arn Anderson. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they fucking are. I would love to see Arn Anderson and Vince McMahon conversations backstage based on kind of what you were alluding to, Spencer. Of like, I would, too. Vince being like, all right, so now Drake Maverick pisses on everything. And Arn's like, he's pissing on everything. Like, what? <laughs> what do you mean he's pissing at all? Let alone on everything. <laughs> I just imagine the two of them just having two totally different like, conversations. parallel conversations. <laughs> it's like... Like, yeah, Arn, it was, uh, you know, great. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to uh, uh, take that that uh, uh, Elias figure and we're going to go ahead and have him, uh, uh, like, just, just leaning backstage at places. And then Arn Anderson's like, uh, you know, talking about a match, actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think you're going the opposite way. Arn's like, uh, Vince and I, we want to have the authors of pain uh, against uh, heavy machinery. You know, my favorite author is that Dean Koontz. It's like, what? <laughs> like, he just picked up one word and just went a different direction with it. Um, yeah. I also look forward to our next uh, Potswoggle tournament where I will be uh, selecting Richard Karn Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> That's just going to be Arn Anderson in flannel. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds or hosting good. Family Feud. <laughs> so Arn Anderson in a suit. Yeah. With an NX card in his hand. Perfect. Um, yeah, I'm glad I didn't have that on my list. So thank you for remembering that, Spencer, because that actually is quietly a big story because there was I also saw something that like that's a more prevalent problem, potentially, especially after the Uso and Naomi news about like people not being in the best conditions at all times, like doing yeah. stuff. Um, so, yeah, hopefully uh, that doesn't continue and doesn't become a bigger story because that'd be fucking shitty. Uh, speaking of shitty. I hate to segue into NXT with shitty stuff, but it's not shitty product. It's shitty news. Everyone's aware of uh, the big NXT news of the day or the week. The Chompa? Yeah. Yeah. And some uh, neck surgery, huh? Yep. uh, Same surgery that Edge, Steve Austin, and Lita got. Three people who are still rocking and rolling in the wrestling business. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's the worst fucking timing. And Tope was kind of venting earlier today about people's reaction to it in terms of what it meant for the story and if he wants to share i'll let him share no i mean it's a it's they think it's a very small amount of fan who are like man this is what you get for having a storyline this long it was bound to happen it's like it's one of the greatest storylines wrestling's ever had the best one we had going which would have had an amazing ending in what three four weeks Mm -hmm. It's, it's 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 fucking unfortunate but 
uh, Spencer and Rich were at one of those. You guys were at the, the match. The start. Too. Yeah. Yeah. We we're at the start of it. And, and then for the uh, unsanctioned match. Not the unsanctioned. The um, false count anywhere. Or oh, the yeah, last yeah. man standing. Yeah. That's what it was with the handcuffs. Um, yeah. Also, the fuck does that have to do with a storyline? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> It's it, like I like I and it, it's if it wasn't it's not just like one person I've read this like in different places of people being yeah. like it's like shut the fuck up <laughs> literally <laughs> it's it's a disconnect to say oh that's what you get for like fucking pulling the taffy on this one it's like that is not, that's just what <laughs> yeah that's crazy um so it also it's weird especially because it, the feud the feud started with like a six month absence of champa right mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. So it started. So it's like so fuck off that your your logic is so dumb this person these people no one actually said this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it. guys isn't it like crazy how the storyline's so long and like now it sucks no yeah you're right you're right <laughs> um and it's also crazy like it's the hot takes. It's the first time that uh, it is uh, like fucked up two different company stories because like Alistair Black and Ricochet, I'm pretty sure are not supposed to be in the role that they're in right now. It's supposed to be Gargano and Ciampa <laughs> because they're the ones who beat the revival. They're the ones who went on SmackDown and like were racking up the tag team victories. And it kind of coincides with NXT spoilers. So it's thrown the main roster into disarray as well as we don't even know because they don't even tape NXT tapings until next week. Hold on, real um, quick. Why, why, why then would you have both Alistair and Ricochet and DIY in the Dusty Classic if one affected the other? Why would you put both teams in the in the Dusty Classic then? Um. Well, do you know the the spoilers? Like, do you know like how that ends up? You can go ahead and. Okay, so if 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 you don't want to know, either mute your 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 device or just skip ahead a couple minutes for those of you at home. So, uh, Black and Ricochet eliminate DIY in the semis, mm-hmm. and then uh, like as they're going up the ramp, they have the same moment that they had when Champa turned on Gargano. Champa goes to throw Gargano into the screen, and Gargano counters it and beats the fuck out of Champa and turns back. So, oh. so Black and Ricochet are in the finals against the Forgotten Sons. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Forgotten Sons are like if fucking Baron Corbin was a cell and split himself. <laughs> um, and it's pretty much assumed who's unfortunately going to win that match, especially after what's happened to DIY. I think it was more so a way to put new completely not over talent over <laughs> as guys were on their way out so it was a, a means to an end to advance the diy story and also let ricochet and alistair black put over a team on their way out because now i mean they're definitely going to have i think prominent spots at mania right like based on how they're being presented uh I, I think that's the only reason why is they didn't have anything else for them and they wanted to load up that that tournament with talent that could lose matches that were meaningful Sure. Um, but now, I mean, that could be told. Now they they have not filmed that finals. That finals is going to get filmed next week. So maybe they do do War Raiders versus Ricochet and Alistair Black at Takeover instead. You know, like maybe that's the the switch. The thing I pitched to Tope today because obviously they're going to have to do something with the NXT title because the rest of the card is pretty much shaken out. 
not official, but it's going to be some combination of War Raiders against either one of those two teams. Uh, some combination of Dream, Riddle, and Cole. Maybe all three for the North American. <laughs> some combo of Shayna, Io, Kyrie, and Bianca for the women's title. And then you had Gargano and Ciampa. But now, do you change some of those matches up? I told Tope, like, yo, what was the fucking hottest match of last year? The ladder match. Just do another ladder match for the vacant title and just let them steal the show again with whoever. Because it's hard to, like come off of just finishing a tournament with another tournament. Um, And you have other matches that you already were going to like be worried about adding on to that show. Like they just started the Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic, Kovic, uh, Mowitzki match. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And are you you just reading the Tampa Bay lightning, like jerseys? (laughs) (laughs) I was was just about to compliment mullet on his like improved, uh, uh, pronunciation of names. (laughs) Nailed it. Like you've come Um, a really long way, but like they're, they're obviously like promoting that to be like a a big match as it should be. But it was like, I don't think that's going to fit on takeover with everything they have going on. Fuck it. Put those two in the ladder match. And I mean, that's fucking gold right there. Also forgot to mention Pete Dunn versus Walter uh, is also on that takeover, which Fuck. Uh, mm. I hate that tickets have not budged an inch, <laughs> not an inch. If anything, they, they just keep going up. Um, so, yeah. So no matter what, like that show is going to be fine, but it still sucks for whatever they had playing on the main roster for him because it's going to be a year before anything else happens. Um. Yeah, we uh, after this we really needed to, to figure out what we're doing any <laughs> week because that show's going on the same time two other pretty baller shows are going on so we need to come up with our our A B and C plans. But do that's you, what do you think to fill out that ladder match they can just drop back East EC three back down. No one's gonna know. I think he'll volunteer for it. Yeah, <laughs> no one's gonna know. Like, he is. No, he, nobody knows. Nobody, no, nobody knows. No one's he is, know. He's still not spoken on the main roster, and he lost to Apollo Crews on main event. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. 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 It's uh, it's been been something. Um, what I said to Tope was, if you do Gargano, either Cole or Riddle, like pull one of them out of the North American situation, have the other guy versus Dream in a one on one. So Gargano, the other, uh, whichever of those two. Uh, Lee and Dijak, and then you do like a like a surprise call up, like or a surprise like signing, like a Kashida or a Shane Strickland mm-hmm. or like one of these guys, just as like a surprise, mm-hmm. like a big bump debut, like Ricochet last year. And then like who's one of those guys we talked about earlier who doesn't have a spot at fucking Mania? Fuck it, Rusev's like I want the NXT title. Fucking throw him in there. Like, something like that would be fucking perfect. Especially yeah. if it's a brand know, extension, they're going to do more main roster to NXT stuff, which mm-hmm. they talked about when they announced the shakeup after Mania. Yeah. You know, and, and, like, he's healthy, and I feel like it's it's not the right the right time of year to, but Sami Zayn is not booked <laughs> for WrestleMania. <laughs> I actually have a cute thought that it would be Kofi with the New Day in his corner versus Brian with Rowan and Harper in his corner and KO with Sammy in his corner. And then you just add a fourth person and put like Linda McMahon in their corner. So it's like, it's a McMahon in one corner. 
But I, I think I think either that or Sammy is either Sammy or Bray are the post Mania Raw return spot. Yeah, mind you, oh. Bray White Bray White is perfectly healthy. <laughs> has been has been the whole time. Bray Wyatt is a Bray Wyatt is 190 pounds now. It's incredible. <laughs> they, they should give him the documentary filmmaker gimmick. Fucking make him uh Michael Moore. Make, no, oh. make him like a fucking Errol Morris type of fucking motherfucker. <laughs> We're here to investigate your practices. <laughs> um, all right, so that's NXT. Uh, this is a reminder for all of you uh, to do your New Japan Cup brackets because that starts in a couple days. I have see I see three predictions are done. Um, mine would be one of them. Let me call. Let me put some people on blast here. Widens is one, and Spencer's is one. So thank you, boys. Okay, so, so hey, just you guys got a couple days. All right. Yeah, don't don't me don't talk. I'm, I'm I'm fucking a heavyweight, bro. I do it when I'm ready to do it. <laughs> what a shit eater! I'm, I'm enjoying it. I've been doing it for the last fucking month. I'm gonna be one. I mean, I, I would I would love to break this down, but literally we have half of us who haven't fucking done it. Augie's doesn't matter because Augie's already told me he's gonna just do it based off of names, which I can't wait till he gets the uh, Haku's tall ass kid's name. He's gonna be like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" <laughs> um, but a very interesting field. Uh, I like that it's expanded. There's a lot of fun going on there. Any any thoughts? Uh, Spencer specifically on your New Japan. Yeah, it's hard, man. Uh, I'll say that. Yeah, I've got in the, so they don't face each other in the first round. I forget who they do, but I've got Colt winning his match, which is probably wrong because that means he has to buy another hotel uh, night. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker's one and done. I love Colt Cabana. You know, he's he's my man. He's a friend. But he's a friend of the friend of my friend of the network. But is, are they really going to pay for him to stay multiple days in Japan? I don't know, man. Absolutely. But, but let's say he wins. Uh, then uh, let's say Toriyano wins his match, which I think his he actually could. I forget who he faces. I think he's David Boyd Smith Jr. Okay, yeah. So that's that's a match you know Yano could win. That would put Colt having uh, that would put Colt facing Yano in the next match, mm-hmm. and I think it's worth New Japan letting Colt win his first match just for that matchup. Because, man, we, me and Rich saw those two uh, face each other. It was the fucking funniest match I've, I've probably ever seen live. It was just so good. Oh, I, I don't think Wood and I have any problem in saying before everyone got on the call, we were talking about our brackets, and you best believe we both had that match. <laughs> like, And also that means that one of them is making the final eight. <laughs> that match happens, which yeah. is just as funny. So, yeah, yeah dude, you're not you're not going on a, a perch on your own there, Spencer. That makes me. sense. I'm going to have, like, Yano win there. Colt, you know, looks good. And then I would have uh, that would put Yano winning or uh, fighting uh, Minoru Suzuki, which is a mm-hmm. class matchup. Like, so yeah, it kind of makes sense. That is almost verbatim what I said to win. <laughs> like, yeah. Verbatim what I said. But I've also got Ross by winning the whole thing, like over uh, <laughs> over fucking uh, Tanahashi in the finals. So two, what the fuck do mm. I know? That would be that'd be two Brits. In oh a row. yeah, I guess it would be. Interesting. And remember, this is for the main event of the show we will be at, which I think the only confirmations we have now at this moment are we still have to wait for the ROH anniversary show. But as of right now, G.O.D. versus the Briscoes. And after the anniversary show last night, I think we've got confirmed that it's Ishimori versus Dragon Lee. Ooh, that's going to be a fucking gnarly match. Yes. And then everything else will kind of shape up once the ROH show 
is, is complete. Um, which also I think is kind of poignant because, hmm, Dragon Lee, who is he most known for wrestling? Yeah. So we we could see the comeback, which would be even if he doesn't wrestle, it'd be a cool fucking moment if her, if we saw her. I was comeback. just thinking that uh, that might happen because like he's been putting out messages on Twitter like like I'm 149 percent healed, like he's mm-hmm. he's ready. Yeah. So that's so we'll talk about that more off air because there's a lot of stuff still falling into place. But um, same thing with eight. How were double or nothings in May? Yeah. Okay, so I still feel like that card's almost, like, done. I feel, I feel like they have, what, they have Jericho Omega, Lucha Bros, Young Bucks, the the Women's Triple Threat, Pac and Paige. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing the over-budget Battle Royal again. Cody uh, versus TBD. <laughs> everyone's, everyone is, it's either, like, it's either Dustin as Chuck Taylor's shoot name or Cody's actual brother, Dustin Rhodes. <laughs> uh, or I think my favorite prediction so far has been Ted DiBiase Jr. Oh, that'd be great. Um, yeah, so that's not, not much. We have not much on the AEW front has changed since we last talked about them, right? Except uh, the fact they that announced. My, go ahead. They announced the uh, date of the Jacksonville show. Very true. That's uh, in July, June, July. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, still no TV. I mean, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be spaced out. I am interested to see that they don't have like, I mean, obviously they're building up to their first big show, but any kind of mania presence, all their guys are gonna be working, you know, elsewhere. Like I already saw, like there's two shows I think on Thursday night at seven o'clock that Pentagon is booked for, and I have no idea how that's gonna work. But we saw it happen at Orlando. Like we literally went yeah. to one show and Zack Saber Jr. was main eventing it, and he was like the first match of the next one. Yeah. But New York is pretty sprawled out, Tope. Right? Like. Well, wait. So where where the shows at? All right. So I know like he's booked for Battle Riot and MLW, and I think that's in Queens. And the WrestleCon show where the Penis Party is is in the Hilton. Yeah, that's fucking. Well, the, the, I mean, it's possible, but it's not close. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not close. Especially like, how much is it to change. rent a helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> and they gotta be careful because if they catch a taxi cab, like they might fuck up and accidentally catch the cash cab, and then they're fucked because they gotta stay on that show. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta be real careful with some of these I wrestlers. Just, I just want to see Bed Bailey just ask Penta what his name is. I just want to see that so bad. Yo, sorry, Penta is yelling at Ben Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> what is what okay. is Red challenge in Spanish? Uh, Don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Rojo was part well, of it. There you go. Uh, man, there was something else about that fucking weekend. That's well. Oh, oh. So the AEW guys not really having so much of a presence there, which I am kind of in favor for, because it's like as much fun as those ROH shows that weekend uh, are. Like they've kind of. Well, this weekend's a bad example because they are running a show in in the in Madison Square Garden, and that's, but, and that's their only one. Right. Yeah, so that's a, they, they're kind of working their way out of that hole that the, or the corner they've kind of like painted themselves into um, as kind of being like, you know, riding the coattails of this larger weekend, especially right. now when there's like 
every fucking like two-bit regional still good promotion is like flocking to like whatever city mania is in right. and putting on shows and you have 20 d- competing shows at the same time yeah. like you set the spreadsheet and it was it was it was a massacre of letters it was ridiculous <laughs> uh, it, it was, was an assault um but i like them not like putting on a show or being on shows and stuff like that. Like I think they might, there's like rumors that they might have like a, like a, a tailgate or something like that. But that'd be pretty yeah, cool. Like on Sunday it's, before Mania. Yeah. Like, but I, I, I think it's the, the right call to not do anything. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's to build up for having a presence next year and letting everyone get healthy and letting the guys who have the agreements for like the Pentagons, like the, um, like Pac, I know Pac is booked for a bunch of stuff too. Like, well, like I mean, me... I mean specifically, like ever having, like ever running shows Mania weekend. Oh, just like, like avoiding it. Yeah, in, unless it's going to be in an equally competitive, like venue. It's true. As far as as far as like running a full on arena, yeah. like you know, that's what AEW is doing so well so far, and that's kind of what they keep. True. Proselytizing is the fact that we are running our own race. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You know, Stark Starcade wasn't in fucking March or April. Like, right. true competition has their own schedule and has their own world that they live in. So, yeah, that's, that's a fair you're point. Not, you're not fighting on the battlefield that your opponent's choosing. You're fighting on your own terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which now just goes to show you. Uh, I think this is the first or second year that Impact Wrestling is having shows for WrestleMania weekend. So they have officially thrown the right flag. <laughs> they are not competing anymore. And that's fine. Like, don't fuck. You don't have to be fucking competing anymore. Just know your fucking lane. Topai. Their show is so fucking far away. Yeah, they are. So let's let's quickly let's quickly go over what we're wrapping up here. So uh, there are shows Wednesday night. Uh, when all of us but Augie are uh, getting in. By the way, shouldn't make this be known. We uh, discovered that Augie gets in Tuesday night. So Rich, Spencer, and I, unfortunately, will be having to enjoy the weekend by ourselves because Tope and Augie will be dead Tuesday night. Yes. <laughs> uh, I will leave a key with my uh, super, and he will let you in. Thank you. Appreciate better, it. <laughs> better be Joe Pesci. Uh, Wednesday, <laughs> April 3rd, uh, 7 p.m. Pizza Party Wrestling. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> oh. Sign the hell up. Yes. Uh, that's uh, that's in Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. Oh, uh, yes. home of the country's best pizza, Ridgefield, New Jersey. <laughs> uh, seven, and then Battle Club Pro uh, Icons. That's a women's wrestling company it's in Brooklyn at seven thirty, and then there's a Wrestle Pro show at eight in Rawway. Uh, Rawway is where the Impact show is. How far is Rawway from you, Tope? Like an hour. Okay, so that's where the Wrestle Pro, the Impact, and there's another one somewhere. Hold on, uh, Chaotic Wrestling. Oh, that's where the CZW show is. They got pizza. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's gonna staple to somebody's butthole. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <clears throat> and then, um, so in so the WrestleCon stuff is in Manhattan. So WrestleCon would be the Super Show, which we went to. An Orlando weekend that's on Thursday instead of Friday now, so that's in Manhattan, and then also uh, the USA versus the World show, which also looks pretty good. The Penis Party, Joey Ryan's Penis Party, which Augie is definitely interested in. Um, oh, the Joey Ryan Pizza Party. <laughs> the Joey <laughs> Ryan uh, Penis Pizza Party. 
Uh, Joey Ryan's big sausage pizza party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then also, I think that's where Pancakes and Pile Drivers is. Yeah. So Manhattan, Manhattan pizza, pizza drivers. I know. Bagel drivers. The more. Oh, I see. Well, the thing about um, pizza, pizza is, is when it's on a bagel, you can yeah, have it any time. You guys cut out a bit there. I just wanted to make sure that in case you didn't say uh, penis cakes and pizza drivers, that was said. <laughs> or pizza cakes and penis drivers, whichever you prefer. Um, Manhattan- pizza, 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 pizza. <laughs> uh, actually, I have seen book for one of the Evolve shows. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be Eddie Kingston versus the Little Caesar guy. So that'll be fun. I was gonna say you guys, you can't see this right now, but right now Spencer has changed radically. He's just wearing toga and and <laughs> leaves uh, around his head. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the only ROH news I'll talk about is I have said on the record in our Discord that if Matt Taven walks into Madison Square Garden as Ring of Honor champion, I will wear a crown all of WrestleMania weekend. I will look like an escaped mental patient and wear a crown and nonstop wherever we go. Love it. That sucks. I hate that I said that. Thank you for pinning that to the Discord, Tope. Um, <laughs> How far is Manhattan from you, Tope? I live in it. Oh, well, there you go. So, so how far close. is Manhattan? I think that's the one. So, the Hilton in Manhattan, uh, like probably, the main convention probably like area. 20, 25 minutes for me. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then the Evolve World Wrestling Network stuff is in, where'd it go? Where'd it go? I think that's where the, the spring break stuff is as well. That's in Jersey City. Which is closer than it sounds. Okay. That's also, there, there was a bar there who got shut down because people were giving blowjobs on top of the bar. Okay. Oh, shut down now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Was there pizza there? <laughs> if you want to call it that, sure. Look, if we're going to be in Jersey City, we might as well go to Ridgefield. Because home with the real New York pizza. <laughs> All right, I'm just curious. Oh, giving blowjobs on top of the bar? Shut it down! <laughs> People are going to get the sack! Oh, uh, you best believe Enzo Amore would be hosting that show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, also, shout out to, shout out to Enzo Amore sure. for continuing to be the biggest dipshit in wrestling history. Oh, yeah. There's more he's been doing? Uh, he, he No, it was just a really fucking dumbass tweet. Because uh, King Kong Bundy died. Rest yeah. in peace, King Kong Bundy. Sure. Um, and he... Um, tweeted uh, uh posted a tweet sending his condolences uh-huh. and sharing a memory uh-huh. of georgie animal steel awesome oh that's so good and then he like had to answer to it on twitter uh, this is after on some shoot interview uh i think it was simon gosh was talking about like dusty telling stories about manny fernandez pulling a rib on him or doing something in a match and then so being like yo it's weird kalisto would do that because <laughs> kalisto's real name is manny and everyone's like you fucking idiot. <laughs> He's talking about his partner from 30 years ago. If, uh, if bar rescue, if you could do bar rescue on, on humans, a person, yeah, that yeah. like Enzo needs one real bad. So looking at the poster for this pizza party wrestling, the only two guys who I recognize are Fred Yehi and Robbie Eagles. And that's not a glowing endorsement of that show. <laughs> so Robbie uh, Eagles ain't bad. He's not so realized. That bar rescue for humans is just queer eye for the straight guy. Thank you. Damn, dude. You're about to get some fucking engagement. 
Okay, I found other matches. Uh, Ophidian will be wrestling Pizza Cat. Fuck yeah. Um, AC... Uh, what? Go. Go. Oh, hold on. Uh, Who's... What was that last match you said? <laughs> Ophidian versus Pizza Cat. Oh, Cat. I thought he said Pizza Rat. And I'm like... <laughs> Wait, but... No, he's booked for a uh, Joey Janela show. Um, uh, probably true. Yeah. <laughs> Ace, A-C-S. I almost said A-C-H, but I had to make sure I didn't. Versus Sass and Fury versus the Stepdads versus the Ugly Ducklings in a four-corner elimination tag match. Uh, yeah, Just- yeah. Dick Justice versus Cockstrong in a 60-second Iron Man match. <laughs> <laughs> well, fucking A. I gotta change my tickets. <laughs> that settles it. I need to be there on Wednesday. And that's all I see for right now. So that's uh, a party wrestling. If uh, just for the wrestlers that I watch, I saw the Underground Pro, the show that they're going to be at is the independentwrestling.tv family reunion show that's in Jersey City. That's on Thursday at noon. So I don't know if you all would be awake yet, but I mean, we're not sleeping this whole time. Uh, It's the same time as the probably our only chance to see Evolve. Oh, Mm. man, this is this is so meticulous. Yeah, Uh, I mean, like, yeah, because I've seen even um, uh, uh, fucking what's out here. Freelance. uh, Is that what it's fucking called? Yeah, that's what we go to. Right. Do we get a freelance or resistance? Freelance. We're freelance. Uh, they're doing shit out there, like in yeah, Jersey and stuff like awesome. that. And it's like, oh, I would love to go see that, but also like, especially I can go see that whenever. And yeah, like, sure. would that be a show that we go out of our way to go see? Like, I would just rather you guys come to Chicago and catch a show here, like in its fucking environment. Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, we'll discuss this more off air, but just know that we are going to be fucking everywhere. So if you're going to WrestleMania, make sure you hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on the Discord, let us know we want to see you, we want to hang out with you, we want there to be character witnesses for whatever we're doing. Yeah. If uh, if there's enough people that reach out, like, we could maybe put together just kind of like a big uh, group hang or something like that. Yeah, like, watch, like, yeah. A, a, like a, a watch party or something? Yeah, or... Something, or more, yeah. Like, no, 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 like a, like a hang, like a, like a, a I don't want to say meet and greet, but we will charge you for autographs and pictures. <laughs> Rich, start practicing how to sign pasta Malone. Start. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how many 8x10s do you already have? Um, <laughs> anything else on the world of wrestling before we we wrap this some bitch up? Should we, because I don't think we've talked about it, discuss the updates to the champion game that we've been playing this year. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Uh, yeah, Rich, do you have that information you want to take it over as this is your this is your baby? Yeah. Um, so after uh, forgetting we were playing this game, <laughs> um, we had some movement as... Uh-oh. Uh, well, this is, the, this is the one that happened a few weeks ago. Or a month ago at this point, uh, Jay White became your IWGP Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so nobody got that, <laughs> needless <laughs> to say. Uh, and when that happened, uh, that took uh, Johnny Gargano, Brian Cage, mm-hmm. AJ Styles, Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, and Braun Strowman off the table for the rest of the year. Um, and uh, as all of your current champions are still your current champions uh for the new selections uh tope selected uh io shirai dick sneeze motherfucker (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) oh dick sneeze come i get it (laughs) (laughs) 
Mullet selected Tessa Blanchard. Uh, my boring ass selected Randy Orton. This was pre-elimination chamber, and I, I went, fuck it, I want the point. Um, Witten went with Velveteen Dream. This was before he decided who his uh, Worlds Collide uh, uh, cash-in would be on, and it ended up being on the North American champion. So close. So fucking close. Damn uh, Spencer with Ricochet. Uh, and Augie, I, I still haven't put it in here yet. Who did Augie go with again? He took Matt fucking Taven. Oh, for real? How did he know yeah. to do that? Uh, because <laughs> somebody somebody talked about it on the Discord. <laughs> and he was like, eh, that guy. And I was like, you, 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 you poop brain. <laughs> so so Augie might get a point. Augie might get a point in this game, and I might have to wear a fucking crown. My my April's gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see you all. So as soon as as soon as any of those titles change, those will all get wiped, and then we'll go. F- it's conceivable that we never get a point, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> but, absolutely. We might end this game without ever getting a point. Um, so it's, expanded it to so many different titles. And also, uh, just remember, now you could technically take Hiroshi Tanahashi. So I want everyone to remember that as soon as a champion loses the title, if they weren't part of the original batch, they are then able to be yep. picked. So just remember that. Um. Yes. Yeah, good call, Witten. I'm glad we recapped that, and I'm glad we recapped the world of wrestling. It's time to wrap up this week's episode of Potswoggle Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment. Please, please, please go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and all the others in our network of shows. You can find all those podcasts wherever you get them. Rate, review, and subscribe while you're there. Support the show by going to Patreon.com/arcadeaudio for all that hot tent that we have going on. There's a lot of powers that still are owed i like to personally apologize for not having my new japan fan fiction done i have hit a massive writer's block uh before i've even gotten to any of the sucking or fucking yet so <laughs> week of the week hey uh, that writer's uh cock block huh I, I do. I do, Tope. Week of the week. and um... <laughs> You petty ass. <laughs> You're damn right. You're damn right. I mean, you know. I, I have a list of things that need to happen. I just don't know how to narr- narratively put them yet. Um, I have the whole. I have work whole from, work from your end. Work from your end. Uh, Are you giving sex advice? Yeah. <laughs> uh, eat some ass. <laughs> eat some ass. Can can I read the opening part of it before the no, show's over? No, no. We'll save the whole thing. Okay, fine, 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 fine. It's a, it's a, it's a big tease. Okay. Um, I don't want to hear about your opening parts or your big teases. Leave them out. We're just going big at the end. That's half my shit. Yeah. Um, big tease, Chris Mullet. I love it. Where, where was I? Uh, also, I've the other tope and my notes from New Year's. I found that uh, at some point for this season, for you in uh, Twitch. You want to have a character called Big Dick Herman, and also I have to make you and call you Tope Fingers, and I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> fingers, <laughs> yo, Kate Fame, Kate Fame. Fingers, Austin Buffalo Sauce, please. You get <laughs> I mean, I remember when you became Tope Fingers that night, but <laughs> that was way before anything else. Kayfabe, um, Kayfabe, sorry. Uh, Jim Cornette's going nuts right now. I'm envisioning a Tope Beetlejuice is what I see in my head. I don't know why. <laughs> Interesting. 
But it's me just saying his full name five times fast like I'm prone to do. <laughs> and that's how he pops up. Um, where the fuck was I? Patreon. Yeah, if you like this shit, pay us and you'll get more of it. Because <laughs> um, that's what the Patreon is. Uh, all social media at Podswoggle on Twitter. Uh, Facebook.com slash Podswoggle. Hit us up on uh, YouTube. The P1 Pinnacle is rapidly uh, nearing its end. We have four... Uh, we have five weeks to go before our live finale, which will end WrestleMania weekend, April ta- April 10th, excuse me, at 8.30 Eastern live on Twitch. Of course, subscribe to twitch.tv slash podswoggle. You have the pit tournament coming up in two weeks on March 20th. And March of Madness, live, I'm officially calling it at 11 a.m. Eastern is when we're going to start. Um, it might be a quicker one this year. I managed to get all 16 playing matches done in two hours. So that makes me feel good. So with that math, I'd be done in eight hours, and I would only have to All eat right. two meals instead of three. As soon as I say <laughs> yeah. that, I know that a couple of these matches are now going to go long. Um, <laughs> the play-in matchups are all fully available as well now on YouTube, so if you want to go over and watch those play-in matchups, I'd recommend doing so. There are uh, a couple of good ones. I will go ahead and share with uh, people, not the full results, but I will say people that are already eliminated from March of Madness, Andrade, Kevin Owens, Baron Corbin, Big E, uh, Jeff Hardy, Cesaro, all already gone from March of Madness. Wow. Already. Damn. Um, so just goes to show how March of Madness is already popping off. Get your brackets submitted. Uh, we'll be unveiling prizes over uh, social media over the coming weeks. But traditionally, first place is going to get either tickets to a wrestling show, uh, network subscription, something of a dollar amount equivalent to that. We'll hammer out the specifics uh, in our own time um, and let you guys know what that is. But um, it's an amazing event, and it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to get it here in, uh, fuck, wow, yeah, three and a half weeks is March of Madness. I have a lot of work to do. And uh, send us an email, podswoggle.gmail.com, or hit us up on the mailbag, arcadeaudio.net slash podswoggle mailbag. Let us know what you think of the show and what you want us to answer or talk about. Anything else anybody wants to plug before we get into the last thoughts? Uh, yeah, if you want to. I think it just dropped. Uh, is this coming out this week? Yeah, it comes out on yeah. Friday, and I already listened okay, to what you're awesome. talking about, and it was dope. Thanks. Yeah, I was really happy with it. So two days uh, before this episode uh, comes out, um, we released uh, an episode of Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, which is my trivia comedy show that I host. Um, and we had a bunch of really fun guests, including uh, from the wrestling world, Marty DeRosa and Sarah Shockey, as well as Colt Cabana, who I have going all the way in my <laughs> New Japan Cup pickums. That's a lie. Sorry, Colt. <laughs> Uh, but he was fantastic on uh, on my show. I won't spoil the ending, but uh, very it's fun ending. Fucking wild. Yeah. So check out that show if you want to search for "Let Sleeping Dogs Lie" in uh, your podcast app of choice. It's uh it's there and it's good and it's very fun. Absolutely. Any other plugs? Um. Yeah. Every other Sunday. Uh. This Sunday. Uh. And every other Sunday. Uh. Catch me at Comedy Sports uh, with my team Cosmic, and then every Monday this. Do you month, mean every Sunday, or do you mean? Alternating Sundays. This Sunday and then every other Sunday. Okay. Uh, so alternating Sundays. Uh, my comedy sports team, uh, Cosmic, 7 o'clock. Uh, it's 5 bucks and uh, you're showing pizza. Pizza? Uh, <laughs> all the way from <laughs> Ridgefield, New Jersey. Ridgefield, New Jersey. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then every uh, Monday, my team, Ripley, uh, is opening for... Uh, let sleeping dogs lie and right. catch us at the end of the month hopefully after a very brief and expedient march of madness at second city <laughs> on the 30th 
Here's hoping. Here's hoping. Um, there was a couple matches that were like two or three minutes. It was like the early days of Marcho, and I was like, okay, all right, got a couple squashes in here. I can go for that. And as soon as it's, oh, fuck, I, I jinxed it. I fucking jinxed it. Um, final thoughts. Widen, what you got? Uh, two things. We did discuss it, but first, for all you people who thought that everything Roman Reigns was going through was a work, you all can take long walks off short piers. Uh, and two, guys, I'm being serious, okay? Someone's got to Venmo me this two ninety nine so I can go to this smoke and mirrors thing. Like, honestly. <laughs> So what's so what's got to do it? It's two hundred ninety nine dollars. I, I need to be there. I need to be at this pizza party. I need to smoke these cigars. Uh, did you say pizza party? I said a pizza party. I need, I need to get a picture with this Stogie the Bird. Like I need. What if I get in this raffle and I win one of these one of these title belts that they're auctioning off? Like this could be something. I need to be there. 2019, the year that wrestling was like, fuck, we need more pizza. <laughs> uh, did you say Stogie the Bird? Yeah, we talked We talked about it. It's their, their like, no. mascot that you could take pictures with. It sounds like a fake Hanna-Barbera character in, like, a PG-13 movie. Well, so he, he, well it's, it's like the bird there. that Robin Williams voiced in Mrs. Doubtfire. Um... <laughs> Spencer, final thoughts. Pizza party. <laughs> uh, Rich, final thoughts. Pizza parrot. <laughs> Pizza parrot. Now we're fucking talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's who Pizza Cat's gonna eat at that show. Um, hey, either way, pizza wins, baby. <laughs> pizza always wins. That's uh, uh, the new. That's the new uh, rock paper scissors. All the kids are playing is Pizza <laughs> Rat, Pizza Cat, Pizza Parrot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new uh, fuck fuck goose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting on so many shitty pizza puns. I'm I'm holding it in. Uh, Tope, final thoughts. Uh, apologies to uh, Tori Wilson. She's a Hall of Famer because wrestling. Right. That's all I got. I'm, I'm better with her than Beefcake. I mean, I am too. <laughs> that doesn't make it any better. It doesn't. It doesn't. Hey, we needed. Like I said, underscore. We needed a female Coco Beware. Now we have one. So we don't have to worry about anybody. And I'd rather it be her than fucking who? Who'd you rather get in? Fucking uh, Jackie Gata? No. Nidia. 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 Shit, not tough enough. <laughs> Where's Amy from Tough Enough? That's I don't know. That's a real name. It just sounds like one. They should really induct everybody from that diva search, Tope. That 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 trash the diva. What the fuck was it called? Dis the diva. Dis the diva. Oh. Christy Hammy should be in the Hall of Fame. Okay, we need to end the show. <laughs> Hot take tope. <laughs> for Tope, for Spencer, for Widden, for Rich, and for Christy Hemi saying on live raw television that somebody was a cum guzzling gutter slut. This is Mullet signing off for Potswoggle, wrestling podcast entertainment. We are swogging off. 2004 was a simpler time. Not enough pizza, though. No. You're a pizza-eating gutter slut. <laughs> That's actually what she said. They just bleeped it out anyway. Pizza, pizza, and Colt Jam. That was my pun. I have I have guzzled some pizza in my time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is that... Man, that's almost worse than garlic now, Rich. You pizza guzzler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
cheese guzzling pizza slut. <laughs> uh, is pizzaslut.com a thing? <laughs> I'm checking. <laughs> Safe search. Safe search. I think that's a show on Viceland, actually. Uh, that sounds like weird. Probably get pizzaslut.pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to Google pizza slut. I, I did pizza slit. Oh, don't do that. No, not pizza slur. <laughs> Actually, now I'm curious what came up. <laughs> oh, this is a bunch of Papa John's ever. It's a bunch of Papa John's new stories. Is all it is. Pizza <laughs> slut. Uh, it's, it's a bunch of uh, like bar stool and like Etsy shirts. It's like, uh, like a parody of Pizza Hut. It says Pizza Slut, which sounds like a power. There's an Urban Dictionary. Uh, oh, it's just a slang word for Pizza Hut. Oh God, it's also this. This isn't making air. Uh, if done correctly, it will look like pizza dough spread out before adding the toppings. Uh, when do you add the toppings? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, the whole definition? I don't understand. Yeah, like that's uh, not. It's part of a pizza. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the old great draw. That's a bad group. recipe. Yeah. Also, you gotta toss the dough first before you can like stretch it out. Really, I'm reusing I'm reusing this joke on you, Rich. That Greg Gerardo said about Ralphie May, but Rich, you're the kind of guy who comes in a porn when the guy delivers the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude, that's fucking funny. I never heard that before. I, I completely forgot that I had pizza for dinner tonight. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> that's really funny. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.